Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. It's sunny here in Maine, and the snow is melting. You can hear it hear it dripping as you, as you walk outside. Baseball season started here, and I just, I'm in charge of the, the baseball website and the Twitter and so forth for the high school here locally, and I, I tweeted out baseball players playing in the snow yesterday because I'm looking outside my window, and we still have like four feet of snow. I mean, just tons of snow, piles of snow everywhere on, on our street anywhere. Anyway, but um, so I'm in Maine. Joel Com is here with us. It's so exciting. I are you are you in Colorado today, or are you someplace else? I I am in Denver. It is sunny. I'm standing out of the balcony of my apartment oh, really? right now in shorts and a t-shirt. There's oh. no snow in sight unless you look out at the mountains, and there's definitely okay. snow-covered peaks there. But it is amazing. It's got to be in the 60s and feels warmer. Yeah, I I I love living on the West Coast when it was like that. But you know, here in Maine it hits like 35 degrees, 40 when we break out the shorts because you know the sun is out and the snow's melting and it's summer. Right. <laughs> it's only so long before it snows again. But anyway, thank you for being here. We started the show out kind of giggling in the background with our I don't know what kind of accent I had, but you had a pretty good British accent going on with our blog talk radio. Well, it's blog <laughs> talk radio. It. You know, it's got this female voice that counts down. Welcome to blog talk radio. Two minutes till broadcast. And that's not even very good. But it's <laughs> pretty fun. good. It's better than me. I sound like a vampire when I do it, so I'm going to not do it. But how cool that you're with us. Um, as you're listening along with us today, you can go to Joel's website. It's joelcom, Joel, C-O-M-M dot C-O-M. Not .org, not .net, not just joelcom.com, right? That is correct, yep. Yeah. Do, do you buy joelcom.com too in case people goof that up or no? Oh, I wish I wish I owned joel.com. No, another Joel acquired that uh, before I did, and he's owned it for years and said that if he ever did decide to get rid of it, I would be the first one. You know, he would sure. call because if anybody should get it, it should be me. But, no, it's fine. Joelcom.com has been my site since 2003. And wow. so I've been blogging for 16 years. 16 years. That's that's before invented kind of popular. Yeah. <laughs> no people know how to well, use I've it. Actually, I've been online longer than that, Elizabeth. I've been, my first website was in 1995. So I've got one site that is 24 years old this summer. Wow, which one is that? That's worldvillage.com. It's kind of it was my first site. It was my first love, and uh, now it's, <laughs> I treat it more like the redheaded, you know, freckled child at Kmart. Uh, but it's still there, and uh, maybe one day I'll do something with it. Yeah, I made a bad move with one of my websites. It was one of the first best ever you ones, and I didn't know enough at the time. But it had it had like 1.7 million hits to it, and then I transferred it to a different service provider and lost all the analytics smart move huh Oops. <laughs> that yeah live and learn whatever but um you know i was looking at um 
some really interesting videos of you uh, doing new. I don't know if you're doing news or weather or it was a while back. You were a media guy, like a TV guy. And um, I went through broadcasting school and there were no computers when I was doing it. It was feed, you know, you typed everything out on three sheets of paper and one went to the director, one went to the anchor and one went to the prompter. Are you in that world too? Um, you know, I, I did some TV commercials, but I was never a TV broadcaster. I did start in radio and did a number of years in college radio and then a couple commercial stations um, outside okay. of that. But I was really, I was more of a DJ. I, um, I, I realized that the real money wasn't on the radio and it wasn't in the nightclubs, which I did a number of years as a nightclub DJ, but it was in my own business. So I actually started my first entrepreneurial venture as a mobile disc jockey doing uh, pool parties and wedding receptions and bar mitzvahs and class reunions and all that type of thing and, and did that for a number of years. I wonder what video I was looking at. Somebody must have taken your identity again. <laughs> well, no, there, there are videos of me being interviewed on television. Oh, that's um, what know, it was. You know what? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's happened quite a few times, so. Your identity taken or the being interviewed? Oh, that too. Uh, that too. We've talked about that offline. In fact, I actually just released a blog post because identity theft is a very real and serious issue. And I've got a 22-page report that I'm getting to, ready to put out here shortly. I just need a cover designed for it all about romance scams and how these scammers are going after vulnerable women to build relationships with them um, remotely using photos of other people. In this case, the one that concerns me most is when they're using my photos. Right now as we speak, I guarantee there are well over 100 fake profiles out there that I have not yet found that are using my um, my profile, my photos that they've stolen in order to scam these women um, usually internationally, and build relationships with them so eventually they can get into a crisis and request money from them, at which point uh, if they are able to successfully scam them, they never hear from them again. I know it's a very serious topic. It, it just happened to me the other day kind of um, as well mm -hmm. where somebody took my picture and put it all – I spent the day – all over different platforms of social media and people were asking people for money on my behalf. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm just me, you know? And so I can only imagine yeah. what truly famous people, you know, you and so forth must really actually go through um, to, to combat well, more, that. It's got to be endless. Are, the less, the less likely it is to happen, the more famous you are. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm known yeah. in my circles, but I wouldn't call myself famous. You know, I think of, uh, musicians and movie stars sure. that, you know, everybody knows, but I'm known, you know, I can walk the streets of Denver and nobody bothers me. It's, you know, very rare. Somebody's like, Hey, are you Joel Cotton? That, that, that happens, but it's rare. Um, you know, it's when I go to an event that I'm speaking at, or, you know, that it's in my circle that everybody knows me. Uh, but so I, I am knowable enough that um, I, I can, my photos still, are used to scam people. You yeah. know, if it was or, uh, Ryan, if I was Ryan Gosling, you couldn't do that because everybody would go, that's, you're fake. That's a photo of Ryan Gosling. And on one token, just to be funny with it, you know, if it really is attracting, you know, the ladies in droves, that's not an awful thing. It doesn't, you know, could mean your pictures are pretty good. 
That's terrible, well, though, right? Yeah, the, the pictures are fine. <laughs> Make but that funny. At the same time, I, I think I just have, um, you know, an all-American nice guy look because I am an yeah. all-American nice guy, you know, but I, I don't think I'm particularly stunning. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not movie star handsome. I'm just, I'm a decent looking fella. And that's, you know, they, they want it to be believable. They wouldn't pick, you know, some stud to use as the profile picture because then it wouldn't be believable. But, you know, would it be believable that an average looking guy like me might be reaching out and, and, you know, professing his love for some stranger in the Philippines, you know, maybe. <laughs> maybe you just, you just never know, do you? You know, um, speaking of you for a minute, though, you are probably one of the nicest people I've met in person. Um, you know, when you're, I told you, you know, I'm like, oh, I came to this event to, to meet you. Not in a creepy way. I just think the things that you do are super cool. And I was looking forward to learning from you. And I did. And I still continue to do so. And I think that's so neat when you can meet somebody that you're truly looking up to and they're actually cool in person. They don't blow you off. They're not rude. And I watched the way you interacted with people. And it was outstanding. It was so kind well, of you. I appreciate that. I, I, you know, I do, and when I say I try, I really do mean I try because I'm not always a, a nice person to everybody. I have my moments just like everybody else, and sure. and I realize that those moments of engagement with people who are looking up to you, and you know that there that I do have something to give, and I want to impart that experience to you know make people feel as special as they are. You know, I, I'm not making them special by talking to somebody. I've got, you know, people I look up to, and I, some of them have talked to me, and some of them have blown me off. I know how it feels. And, uh, you know, if, if we can do good and make somebody's day just a little bit better just by being nice, then sometimes we have to push through, even if we're not feeling it, to, to let people know, yeah, you, I see you. You are special, and, and I appreciate the fact that you are honoring me by wanting to, you know, to talk to me and ask me questions and, and learn from me. Yes, it's super cool. And I, I noticed, um, you know, sometimes when you meet people who are, have their own brand and they're out on the Internet and, you know, they're the author of 15 books like you are and have podcasts and, um, you know, can can digest information and put it out into different ways that people can understand it better. Um Sometimes when you meet people like that, they're all about themselves. And the sense I get from you is that you're, yeah, you've got your own brand and stuff like that, but you're all about helping us. It's completely different than, um, I was really nervous to meet you. I'm like, this is going one way or this going the other. He's either going to be super cool and be super helpful or he's going to be super arrogant. I don't know which one I'm going to get. But I got the guy that really gave a crap whether I held the phone vertically or horizontally to make my video work. And I asked you, I'm like, well, I, don't, I suck at this. Which way does this happen? And he actually gave a crap. And it was total, you know, and that's who you are. You're, you're totally about helping other people. Well, I, pretty like much I said, I kind of selfless and, and in a, selfless in a way. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. Are we ever completely selfless? I, you know, I, no. anytime anybody wants to build me up, I may, I don't know if it's, I have a hard time taking a compliment or if it's just that I know myself better than anybody who, you know, who sees me and I see all the flaws and I know all the shortcomings and, 
And I don't want to be the, the jerk. I don't want, I know people like that. Yeah. I know people who are uh, more famous than me who make it all about them. And I'm not going to mention any names, but they're names that you would know that I, I don't want anything to, to do with them because they are a vortex of um, all about themism. I just made that up, by the yeah. way. And, uh, <laughs> like and I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. And there are yeah. times, Elizabeth, that I have been arrogant. And I think the older I get, um, I don't know if it's – I hope it's w- the wiser I get. I'm not sure I'm getting any smarter, but I hope I'm getting wiser. <laughs> and, you know, you see um, yourself through a different lens, uh, you, you know, with an eye on your own mortality, um, you realize what's important. And I actually yep. live a, a really, um, I, I don't want to say humble lifestyle because you can't be, you can't brag about being humble. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah, so I know. That, that <laughs> that it. It. I'm so proud of my humility. I just, I, I live, you know, I live in a, a two bedroom apartment in Denver. I'm, I'm not into the big house anymore. I'm not into fancy stuff. I'm into minimalism and, and having enough. I mean, I live in a really nice place, but I'm not, it's not all about things. It. And it, life is about uh, two things. It's about people and experiences. And, and, and that's it. Everything else is clutter and noise and stuff. We just take along for the ride. Well, I thought you struck a really a really peaceful chord with that post that you posted in Facebook about that. You, you, you went all out and said, you know, I'm, I'm right here and I'm the happiest I've been and I'm in my apartment and, you know, heck with all, it wasn't, it wasn't a diss on everybody with their house and all this stuff, but I noticed a lot of people chiming in and I'm almost 50 and I'm, I can't remember. I think you're just a couple of years older than I am, but you know, I think something hits about that age where you're like, okay, what's really important here, folks. And I've kind of, we were just talking about that too. It's like, okay, here's the house and here's the this and here's the that. And how do you um, move into the next phase of life where, you know, your house is big and it's a little bit empty because the kids are, you know, 19 to 24. <laughs> it's, it, there's no four yeah. kids running around the house anymore and the dog's getting kind of old. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny as you say that I realized that I have two seasons to my life. Um, it's really two sets of circumstances. And I'm, I, even as I'm uh, uh, formulating this idea, I'm writing it down because I think it'll make for an interesting post. My two <laughs> states of being are traveling and at home. That is yeah. my, my life consists of being on the road and being at home. And it's two completely different lifestyles. I'm, it, my mind is just reeling even as I'm, I'm creating this content and the possibilities for this piece right now. Um, because it really is, when I'm on the road, usually there's some work involved in it. I try to, to plan my trips, um, my vacations around my work. So, you know, last year, um, you know, I went to Moscow to speak. And, you know, on that trip, I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend a couple extra days in Moscow, and I'm going to go to St. Petersburg. And on the way back, I'm going to stop in, uh, um, in uh, Estonia, right, in, in Helsinki, right? So, so this is what I do. And then I come home, and my life at home is really boring. That's why I need <laughs> to be in a place yeah. that I love. I'm, I'm divorced. The kids are, you know, no longer 
with me. Um, in fact, I've affectionately renamed them both Grown and Gone. Those are their new names, whether they like it or not. Like and, it or not. <laughs> and when I'm home, I do, I do what I want when I'm at home, but it's, it's that downtime. It's that recharge time, and it's, it's where my life is dull. And then, in a, you know, I just got back from San Diego, a week in San Diego, where I did two uh, workshops on the subject of blockchain and cryptocurrency with the co-hosts for um, my show, The Bad Crypto Podcast, Travis Wright. And then I spent two days on the, uh, the live stage at Social Media Marketing World, hosting and interviewing all these luminaries in the social media marketing niche. Um, and, but then I'm back home again, and it's quiet, and I'm here in my apartment. Well, in less than three weeks, I will be in Paris to MC um, Paris Blockchain Week Summit, and I'll extend my trip there. And that's, that's what I do. It's, it's a beautiful life. Do and, and have fun, and then come home, recharge, be boring, play video games, get some work done. Um, and I don't do much when I'm here. Uh, but you're correct. I'm a few years older than you. I will actually turn 55 uh, this year. And what's really fun about turning 55 this year is my birthday is May 5th on 5-5. So oh, cool. uh, I'm going to be 5-5 on 5-5 this year. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, that's easy to remember. We got that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that sounds like a blast. And is, is that all tied into your book, The Fun Formula? Because it really I think is. it is, and yeah, yeah, Go ahead. it's an extension of a fun formula is uh, biographic in many respects. Although I do uh, go into the lives and stories of many other, uh, you know, of my peers and and how they live out fun formula. But you know, Elizabeth, I reverse engineered my successes and my failures over really, you know, the, all of my adulthood. And there's this messaging out there that you need to hustle and grind if you want to succeed, that you need to get up early, that you need to work late, that, you know, while your friends are, are having fun going to the ball game or whatever on the weekend, if you really want it, you'll be, you know, hustling and grinding and working to get it done. And in reverse engineering, um, what I would call my seven Grand Slam home runs. I've been fortunate enough to, you know, some people are really blessed that they've got one Grand Slam in their life. I've, I've had what I consider seven of them. When I look at those and I look at the failures, which number way more than seven, just for the record, uh, I've struck <laughs> out many, many times. The times that I was hustling and grinding and working the extra hours and really going for it, those were actually the times I was most likely to fail. But the times that I succeeded, mm-hmm were the times that I actually put in the least amount of effort. And so what I realized is the successes most often came from when I was having the most fun, when I was exploring my own natural curiosity, you know, doing what came naturally to me, when I was willing to take risks, which as entrepreneurs we have to be willing to do, which is why I've also failed so many times. And we have to be willing to trust the process, the timing of of things. You can't force things along. You have to kind of give them room to breathe. And at the right time, that's when the miracles happen. And, you know, if it was once, I wouldn't pay attention to it. If it was twice, I'd say, or even three times, that could be a fluke. But the fact that it's happened to me seven times uh, with other successes of varying degrees, I can say this is a, this is my fun formula and this is what's worked for me. Um, and, and everybody needs to find their own fun formula, not only to succeed in business, but to have a more fulfilling life. 
Yeah, I love it. I I couldn't agree with you more. I remember I was raised kind of like that, you know, like you must, you must suffer to be beautiful and work, 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 and go to college, you know, all the things that you're talking about. And I got so sick probably 22 years ago with the with the food allergies. I mean, my whole immune system just completely gave out to the point where I have, I have anaphylaxis to tree nuts, peanuts, fish, shellfish, you know, just a whole host of immune issues. And it was in that period of time of, of traveling 250,000 miles a year and working and trying to juggle it all and mom of two kids and, you know, all these things. And I just burned right out. I mean, I, I get completely what you're saying and it's been, it's been so much fun to do the things you love to do. I'm going to ask you a question though. It is so hard. I almost put a video out today that, that wasn't funny (laughs) that um, I saw somebody last night as I was going to sleep and it was this desperate cry and I I won't say her name out loud. And um, it was, I'm, I'm not giving up suicidally or anything like that, but she was struggling so hard with the definition of success what does it mean? Her, her book wasn't selling her website doesn't get hits or this or that and another thing. And if you read the message, she's like, I guess I'm just supposed to be a mom. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it was a really long, one of those like Facebook messages that people write. And it wasn't a, like a copy and paste thing. It was like her. And I wanted to ask you about that because I turned to your book. Sorry, I'm rambling for a second here. The first page I opened to on your book when I grabbed your book was page 180 of the fun formula and it talks about I need to go grab my book. Hang on. Can you? Get it. Okay. So follow the bouncing ball. Yeah, yeah I'll I'm, talk I'm, while I'm you're doing it. Yeah, sorry, I know I just three, went two, all over the one. place. There we go. <laughs> okay. okay, page one eighty. One eighty. I'm sure I said something absolutely brilliant, so much so that I can't you remember. Did. Okay. There's and, more to this life. Here we go. Yeah. This talks about, you know, you having I think two dollars in the bank. And not feeling mm-hmm. very successful. Can you talk about mm-hmm. moments for us? Because it's easy to get on here and go, yeah, I'm great. You know, and you're not doing that, of course. But I'm just saying, you know, you have you have cool things about you. But tell us about something that just absolutely sucks. So we get it because everybody is struggling. Well, everybody struggles. Anybody who tells you that they don't have pain in their lives or season of it, seasons of it is lying. Any of these... Um, pardon my French douchebags in their garage <laughs> bragging about their Lambos and with their big house. That's what they are. They're being douchebags. They're being that it's just, it's horrible to, especially to susceptible young minds to portray a, that that type of lifestyle is for everybody B that they really are that successful and C if they are that that even matters that, that they you. have all these things, that that somehow is um, a position of power to be able to say this is the lifestyle that is best for, for you know, for everybody. It's, it's bogus. It's a bunch of lies. Everybody has pain. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has trials. And, yeah, there was a time, um, you know, very early in my Internet career, I quit my job um, in order to pursue building these websites and making money. And after a year into it in 1996, it wasn't working out. My partner had left to go work for a fortune 50 company and I was left on my own. The money was running out. Now I've always found a way to make money, but I didn't want to go back to what I was doing before. And I remember telling my wife, we're, we're out of cash. And, uh, 
we need a miracle. And as I, you know, recall the story in the book, this is when I was incredibly humbled and I fell to my knees and I prayed. And uh, it wasn't, you know, a, oh, thy holy God, if thou shalt see it within thy will to help us meet. No, it was help. It was, <laughs> I need help. Because literally, I needed money to fall out of the sky in order to pursue this this vision I had of building this digital, you know, business. Now, God works in mysterious ways, and and I I am a believer. Um, I, I think that there's more to this life than what we see. I think we're spiritual beings having a, an experience, you know, in these earth suits that uh, that we struggle to keep at the proper weight. Um, you know, but I don't think our spirit beings have to deal with, you know, weight issues and cholesterol and um, sugar addiction and all those wonderful things that I have to deal with. Um, but I got Doritos on my side. Yeah, yeah there you go. And, and probably Diet Coke, uh, which is yeah. just the greatest irony of all. Uh, Chocolate. Drink the real thing. You know, screw it. I think that aspartame will kill you just as quickly as sugar will and sugar tastes better. So anyhow, um, I, I prayed, you know, and I, I said, you know, it, if you want me to continue down this road, I need you to drop the money out of the sky because I have no idea where it's going to come from. Um, now, look, there is no formula for how God answers prayer, not, not to my knowledge. And I don't know why me. Um, the only thing I can imagine is that it made God laugh or something because that very week, I got an email out of the blue from a gentleman in Washington State, never heard of the guy, never been to Washington State, and he claimed to be representing a Japanese multimedia conglomerate, you know, of all things, never been to Japan, can't speak any Japanese, I know Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto, that's, you know, the extent <laughs> of it, and he said that the that company, one. whose name, whose Thanks name I that. could that's not going to be in my head all day. <laughs> You're welcome. It, if you want to get that out of your head, though, just go listen to it one time and you'll be good. I get this, okay. how to exterminate earworms. So uh, without rabbit trailing too far, uh, this yeah. gentleman said that the company he represented, which I couldn't pronounce the name at the time, now I can because I've said it so many times, Takarajamisha Inc., they uh, were interested in licensing my content. And, and, you know, I learned in sales that when somebody else is talking – um, and there's a deal on the table, you just shut up and you let them talk because the first one to talk loses. And that's, uh, that is an old precept of sales that still rings true today when you're negotiating. People don't like to leave the silence. But when a deal's on the table, shut up and listen and don't open your mouth because the, uh, the other person's gears are turning and they're trying to figure out how they're going to handle it. Anyway, I thought, oh, this will be good for a couple hundred bucks. They want to license some of the content I've created on my site, worldvillage.com. Well, before I opened my mouth, he said they wanted to pay me $5,000 a month to license my content in a three-year contract. So right I went a lot of the sky. And that allowed me to continue my Internet business. And that then after that, it was mostly – a, a fun roller coaster ride with a few ups and downs, uh, but you know the, that was the beginning, and it was it was an act of faith for me. Now, what I don't want people to do 
is take that and say, well, I'm out of money. All I got to do is ask God to drop money out of the sky. I don't think it works like that. I don't know why me, um, but I know that it happened, and I had nothing to do with it other than humbling myself, and maybe, you know, maybe it'll work for you in a different way. Um, Maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I guess I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, and that's the only rationale I can uh, come away with from it but yeah we all struggle and we all going to go through um, our own crap and I think the moral of the story is as George Michael said you got to have faith Hmm, I like that so tell me about this um, iFart app thing (laughs) I can't believe you I'm listening to you and I'm like okay he created the iFart app I can't even feel funny saying fart out loud even you know like a girl but okay so <laughs> tell me about that and well you did it you <laughs> I went did there it. I, did it. Okay. So obviously, yes, I went there you're not I too uncomfortable it. with it um, no. yeah that was actually created uh just over 10 years ago it was one of the earliest apps into the itunes app store you know my team was largely comprised of of men uh, and we <laughs> came up with a lot of ideas for apps. And one of uh, one of the teams said, "Wouldn't it be funny to make a a fart machine?" And we all cracked up. And I turned to my developer. I said, "How long would it take you to code this?" And I turned to my graphic designer, and he was already sketching, you know, in his mind what it would look like. Three weeks later, uh, we had an app, and you know, we knew that some people would like it. We thought it was hilarious. But oh, yeah. uh, even we were shocked and surprised to see it go to number one in iTunes, like all apps, not not the entertainment category, all all apps. It stayed on top for 23 days, I think, and has resulted in all kinds of media coverage. You know, I mean, I was on the Daily Show <laughs> because of this yeah. app. They talked about us on the Today Show and on Bill Maher's show and reference fart apps on uh, the Big Bang Theory, which I think is an incredibly unfunny show, but that's a different story. Uh, It's just pop culture phenomenon, and and to this day, it still sells. Every day, the iFart app still sells. I think we charge $1.99 for it, and people buy it every day. It's hilarious and makes for great stories. Oh, yeah, my brothers are your biggest fans. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, he created the iFart app. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I'm going yeah. there. <laughs> it's it's so. really amazing um, how when you do a lot of different things in your career, different people know you for different things. So there are people who know me for the iFart app. That is their connection. There's other people who know me um, as the, the guy who sold his game site to Yahoo and, and became Yahoo Games. Some people know me for uh, teaching them how to make money with AdSense. Other know, others know me for Twitter power. People know me for um, the Bad Crypto podcast. All these different entry points into a relationship with, with me through the work I've done. And I, I freaking love it. That's part of my yeah. fun formula is I don't day with one thing. I stick with one thing until one of two things happens. It either no longer works or I'm bored with it and I want to do something else. And, uh, you know, right now my thing is, uh, is cryptocurrency and blockchain. Uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast is one of the top shows in, uh, you know, in the crypto world and we're having a blast. Um, but that might not be forever. And there's other things I do on the side. I'm always dabbling with different projects. 
Um, you know, as long as I have time to play computer games in between it all, I don't, it, it looks like I work my butt off. I do not. I have a lot of free time and that's the lifestyle that I enjoy. I don't, I'm not pursuing money. If I wanted to work all day long and hustle and grind, I could probably make more money. But I've made millions. I've lost millions. You know, I've been married and divorced, so there goes, you know, the money. Um, but <laughs> as long as I have enough to yeah, enjoy the lifestyle, <laughs> that was that's okay. That's not funny, is it? That's the way you delivered that. funny. <laughs> It made you laugh, so I guess it was funny. So I have a sixth sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I appreciate a sixth sense of humor. I'm good with that. Life Sorry, is funny. Was making me cry. People was are funny. funny. Experiences are funny. And if we don't look at our you know, experiences through the lens of, of humor and try to find it in it, um, you know, then, look, nobody gets out of this world alive, so we may as well laugh. Yeah. Well, I, you know, speaking of my grandfather, if he were alive, I think he'd need to talk to you on the phone right now about the IFART app. He thought that stuff was the funniest thing ever. I mean, yeah. he, he would have he would have had a phone and been all day long just playing that, I bet. <laughs> my grandfather well, was, he was a an wise old man. radio. And, oh, he was an old radio yeah. announcer. He was so cool. He, he was yeah. on the radio with Ronald Reagan and all this stuff, and he would have so loved fun. that. So, yeah, he was cool. Um, okay, so... We've got a whole blockchain. I, oh, time, time, time. Are we at 30 minutes? We are, aren't we? We are. We, so we, can, we can talk a little bit longer. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I need to ask you about crypto and blockchain and Bitcoin and all that stuff because I'm so, <laughs> I'm so interested. It's a whole other show, I know. But the, another side of me owns a compliance business for mutual funds and the investment advisor space and so forth. So there's a huge um, portion of people for whatever reason, love all this stuff. Can I be quiet and you just tell us what it is and all that? Uh, it, it is a big topic. <laughs> it really is. And, and I wish I could be brief about it. Uh, I think what I can say um, to just really summarize is that um, the world is getting ready to change again. It's happening underneath your feet and most people don't even know it just like most people didn't see the web coming and e-commerce right blockbuster never saw netflix coming um sears never saw amazon coming uh nokia never saw the iphone coming myspace didn't see facebook coming well in the same way um the, the world doesn't see blockchain coming a sophisticated, distributed, decentralized public ledger that changes the way not only that we do payments and banking, but contracts of, of all kinds. And blockchain technology is poised to disrupt just about every industry under the sun. The, the tremors are there. The development is happening. And it's going to seem to the masses that it happened overnight. And I'm telling you now, learn about this stuff. And one way you can do that, well, two ways you can do that, go and do your own research and start watching some videos on YouTube or go listen to the Bad Crypto Podcast hosted by mm -hmm. myself and Travis Wright, where we do explain these things in more depth and bring on leaders in the blockchain, crypto, and, and Bitcoin world to make it easy to understand. How's that? 
Thank you. Perfect. I, I appreciate it. Um, I've got one more question and then we'll, we'll kind of wind down here, but what were you like as a little kid? What'd um, you want? Did you know you were going to do this? Oh, who knows? I mean, I practiced farting as a kid. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, it you does. Know? I, 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 I was great at that. I mean, in the tub, outside, in bed, you know, wherever I practiced Bubble. farting. Um, you know, like George Carlin used to say, farting in the tub was the best because the bubbles, bloop, bubbles, you know, they just kind of come up. Yeah. Um, but I was always, you know, curious and experimental. I was a total nerd. I was a geek. I mean, I, I, um, I was not what I would consider an attractive child. Of course, my mother would beg to differ. I'm sure she would say I was the most beautiful creature, you know, on God's green earth. But um, I was bullied. You know, and um, I got into computers when I was, you know, in my mid-teens. I bought my first computer in 1980. It was a TRS-80 Model 1 from Radio Shack. So that kind of tells you this is, you know, who I was. My friends were geeks, and um, I was not athletic, and, uh, but I, I like to have fun. I, you know, you are who you are, right? Yeah. And that, you know, it's in your DNA. And so um, I, I think that I was, you know, I, I think I'm just an older, grayer version of uh, teenage Joel now. I know. I get called that all the time. You, you're a 14-year-old. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah probably. I'm 12. Whatever. I'm 12. Like, yeah, I'm 14. My bio. If you go on my Twitter, yeah, you'll see the last line of my bio with all the other credentials that we would attribute to my accomplishments. It says eternal 12-year-old. Um, yeah. and, and I say 12, not older and not younger because it's that, that you know, early teens when you're really, you're starting to come into your own and experiment, and yet girls haven't gotten in the way yet. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> once, once your focus is on girls, we're totally distracted. You know, the orb of confusion yeah. hits us and we're, Duh. so <laughs> there's this part of me that's like, uh, you know, genders be damned. I am, I'm going to play and have fun. Who wants to come <laughs> along for the ride? It's hilarious. Yeah. The, um, the, I, I got, the first time I got married, I've been married twice, but the first time I got married in Vegas by an Elvis impersonator and um, yeah. But so anyway, that's a really long story. But the short story is on the way out, like to catch the flight, I, I was, I think I might've even been too young. So, so he pulled the, the jackpot thing. Anyway, he hit a jackpot and, and won like $2,000 or something like that. It was just crazy on the way out, all quarters and all stuff just pouring out of the machine. And I bought a computer. <laughs> that's what I did with it. Isn't that bad? I bought a computer, and it was like a it was like a DOS prompt thing. But yeah, I feel I feel that you were saying nerd kind of thing. Yeah, I'm that way too. It's interesting, but it's it's kind of it makes for cool people. Very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are what we are, and yeah. um, I think except you know we can close on this. It's accepting yeah. that we are who we are and not trying to be somebody else is the greatest gift we can give not only to ourselves, but to others. Cause I believe, you know, being a spiritual being, I believe we're here for a reason that we are all created by God with unique talents, skills, um, abilities that, you know, we have the propensity to, to acquire our personality 
is unique, uh, how we look is unique, and the value that we bring to the world because of all of those components is unique. And when people are striving to be like somebody else, they're missing out on really just being who they are and allowing that uniqueness to shine and the value that they bring to be just what it is without having to be something else. Um, And so, you know, I encourage people to just embrace who you are and focus on on the good that you bring. Um, Don't try to be like anybody else. And uh, I think you'll find that you are a happier, more fulfilled, and more successful human. Perfect. All right. The best, right? You are the best. All right. We love, I love having you on the show. That was, that was so nice of you to be here with your time and energy and, and wisdom and a few straggly gray hairs that you have there going on. A few. A few. They're multiplying like bunnies up there. Are you kidding me? It's it's amazing. You know what? I don't care what color my hair turns as long as it doesn't turn loose. (laughs) <laughs> there you go I know I got the same thing yeah. all right we uh thank you very much for being here thank you guys all for listening um Joel did I forget anything are we all good I I love everything that you you just said so I think we're good you right you forgot everything no we're, we're oh, good no. Awesome. thank all you right. for having me yeah thank you thank you everybody for listening that was Joel Com. you can go to joelcom.com I love that it's uh two m's in com c-o-m-m dot c-o-m and uh, his book is The Fun Formula. There's a whole bunch of other books, so he's got a great picture on um, Instagram. I, I put it out there with a, a ton of his books and um, his other one. I don't know. He's just so cool. Anyway, great. Thanks. I guess go out there and if you haven't downloaded the iFart app, you need to do that for sure and have, you know, treat your kids to that one. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great Cheers. day. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.